everybody, Mike Jeff of Chicago Jazz Magazine, chicagojazz.com, and welcome to another episode of Around Town. And today, our first guests are Ann and Mark Burnell. Of course, you have seen them on this show before. You've seen them all over the city performing, all over the country performing, and even all over Europe performing, if you follow their Facebook and Instagram pages. We are excited because we were talking about Ann and Mark are doing a special Halloween show October 31st at the all-new bar at Rhapsody Theater right there in Rogers Park, 1328 West Morse Avenue in Chicago, RhapsodyTheater.com. Mark, Ann, welcome to the show. I'm glad we could catch up real fast and talk about this exciting Halloween night. And is there a rumor going around, I think Ann started it, that this might be one of Mark's favorite holidays, Halloween? He loves Halloween. <laughs> the piano and everything. Look at this. We're at the piano, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loves it. He, you know, ever since I can remember, he's if he has a gig by himself, he like okay. Stay. <laughs> he'll he'll make me put all this makeup on him and stuff and the tuxedo and he looks like he's dead and so he has not decided what he's going to be yet are you going to be dracula you won't be able to sing with those things i won't be able to sing <laughs> but yeah you're right i can't sing with them. he's got like um halloween theme songs from all these tv shows that he jazzes up and then he has songs about the moon and songs about the night and so songs about killing people and <laughs> murders and, you know, it's, it, there's a lot of material out there yeah there's stuff from musicals and the, we're, okay. yeah it's just a chance to bring out all that the material you know and so well, and, and and you guys are going to do this so it's october 31st and rhapsody theater for those of you that don't know is the old main stage which has been reformed reimagined as actually a magic theater Meeting the main theater, they have magic in there Thursday through Sundays. Ricardo Rosencrantz, the new owner, he's been doing that for about a year and a half. And now he's activating music and he's activating it in the bar. So he's calling it the bar at Rhapsody Theater right there on Morris. So all of the all of you that remember main stage, that's what it is. And it's even better because it's it's got a great atmosphere in there. And you guys are going to be there. So Halloween night, 7.30 to 10.30 p.m., and uh, you probably do three sets, uh, something like that. No cover, so everybody's going to be able to oh, come in. Yeah. Isn't that great? I know, it's I know. It's a, magic, too. That old it, black magic. And, and I always yeah. tell people this. There's parking. Yes, there's parking. Two lots over. They have the gravel lot over there. You can enter through the back, free parking for 40 spots. So there's parking there, plus on the street and everything else. So it's very easy to get to, especially with the L line and all that. All right. So they can expect to see Mark with um, with some fake teeth in, uh, looking like he's dead, singing. And Anne, are you what, are you going to be uh, leading the charge? Are you, uh, yeah, I'm going to be um, like a, I have a, 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 a black wig, which I think I'm going to try to do Marticia. Um, yeah, so you might not recognize me with black hair, but uh, yeah, I'm going to do uh, that. And we just, um, anyway, we love that new Rhapsody Theater place. I hope it becomes kind of a hang for the neighborhood since he's not charging a cover. And they now have like a little appetizers and slices of pizza and stuff. So you can get some food there too, which is cool. People are yeah, hanging around. It's a, it's a fun little place. It's, it's 
always got that main room is just gorgeous. And I know you have some shows coming up there. And why don't we plug just a little bit as a teaser? Of course, everybody can go over to BurnellMusic.com. But you're doing your your 20th anniversary of Eve of the Eve show there, which is, uh, you know, the Eve before New Year's Eve, right. which is uh, it's a, that's a super popular show. Yeah. It's our fans <laughs> favorite gig of the year. They've told us this. And we always have guest artists, too. <laughs> Talk, yeah. talk a little bit about what that concept is. I mean, we can get more into it as we get okay. into the fall. I'm going to have you back on to talk about that. But since we're talking about Rhapsody, talking about the main theater, talking about you doing Halloween, 7.30 to 10.30 p.m., what's a little bit about the uh, Eve of the Eve show, too, to warm people up? Well, 20 years ago uh, is when we started this, and people were complaining about New Year's Eve with the, no parking and too, many, too high of a cover and too crazy. So we thought, well, let's do it the night before. And, and then just bring a bunch of guest artists in and have people sing, and, and it became popular. It's like a variety show. Yeah. But what we really thought was, New Year's Eve is for amateurs. <laughs> people who never go out, like all of a sudden go out and drink too much. So we thought, let's just get this over with the day before, and then we can be, you know, careful and sober and everything, you know. Uh, and Eve the Eve is a cute, cute <laughs> you know, title. Yeah. So it worked, and people yeah. remember it. So it's, a, it's like a amateur hour like i mean so you you guys are performing and you have guests and all that stuff but you also have like pretty good performers numerous yeah, amounts good. of guests right i mean yeah i was going to yeah, say it's like a lot of professionals over the years, it's been you know a lot of the cabaret people come yep. you know some of the jazz people come and they usually bring like their special material um especially i i mean they they try to bring something really poignant or funny or um you know new Mm-hmm. Um, so because some people write stuff and uh it's just kind of to christen the new year between all the musicians and the singers and and the audience loves it too well it's a great way to kind of bring everybody together before new year's eve yeah. as kind of a community music community cabaret community entertainment community and kick off the new year um for 2024 which i can't believe and it's 20 <laughs> years now the 20 20th anniversary of this show huh yeah, we even did an online version of it during COVID. Yeah, we did one online one, and then one time, we're not counting that year, we had to cancel because he got COVID, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of sold out a room, and um, so this will be interesting because the Rhapsody Theater is gorgeous inside there, and so they'll really be in those small cabaret tables, and yeah, but it's, we're it's, looking forward to it. It's really set up really nice. And of course, if anybody goes there October 31st, I'm sure there's an opportunity for you to take a peek into the cabaret, into the big room, into the main room. But of course, go visit Mark and Ann October 31st, the bar at Rhapsody Theater, oh. <laughs> 1328, uh, 1328 West Morse Avenue. You're distracting me. West Morris Avenue in Chicago, RhapsodyTheater.com, of course, BurnellMusic.com. Guys, thanks for jumping on for a few minutes. We are going to see you on Halloween night. This is going to be spectacular. Great way to kick it off. And also, you're going to be at Rhapsody a couple more times, once in November and once in December before you head to Florida. So that there's other opportunities to come in and hear you sing things other than Halloween music as well. Oh, yes. I'll be there with Jeremy Kahn on November 21st, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, one time in December as well. So um, I hope, you know, like all my Rogers Park friends will come out and just hang out. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks for jumping on, guys. I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully, as I always say, uh, everybody checks out this show, BurnellMusic.com. And let's get over because 
my next interview is with Clark Summers, and he's got an exciting show coming up November 3rd and 4th at the Green Mill. Well, we just previewed Ann Burnell's show on October 31st at Rhapsody Theater, and we are currently talking to Clark Summers, a great bassist from Chicago. He has a new release coming out, and he is previewing it and releasing it. I guess it's a concert for the release, I should say, November 3rd and 4th at Green Mill, of course, 4802 North Broadway, as Dave Gemmelow always says, all roads lead to Uptown. Clark, welcome to the show. Congratulations on this new recording. Feast Ephemera, Ephemera, Ephemera. I knew I was going to say it wrong and then say it right. So I got it right. Man, so it's a 12-piece original music. Talk a little bit about the, the whole concept of this and what people are going to hear on November 3rd and 4th. Sure. Um record just came out on John Arabagon's Arabagast uh, records and um, I wrote the music for these uh, musicians in Chicago that uh, I feel that I've been lucky enough to play with over the last uh, 20 some some of them 25 years and I've been able to sort of play with them and their groups and this was kind of a love letter to them and their commitment to the music and to the Chicago community um, you know, over the last couple decades. And it really came about during uh, COVID, really during the, the kind of meat of the of the lockdown. And I um, I was kind of pursuing a uh, graduate degree at DePaul before COVID started. And then we were kind of uh, shut in for the ensuing sort of year and a half to two years starting, you know, in spring of 2020. And it just gave me a way to stay connected with these musicians and to think about them in a in a way um, uh, that would help sort of um, fuel a project. And uh, so it allowed me to uh, kind of think about as many of these people as possible under one sort of, uh, uh, you know, one umbrella, if you mm -hmm. will, you know, in one project well, for... You know, for for the future and for a better time when we could be together. You know, this was sort of in lieu of having us be together, mm -hmm. and and so I was imagining it's time when when we would be past that. You know, in in our history, you know, and and that we would be able to reconvene and play music together. So that was really the origin of the music. You know, it, it seems like so long ago that we were locked down, but really, when you think about it. Like two years ago, we were just starting to come out of it or going back into it. I can't remember now the timeline, but it's just, it's mind boggling to think that way. And even back then, we really didn't know when the end was going to happen, right? Because we it was nobody knew what was going to happen. So the fact that you were writing this music, um, thinking about each individual, it must have been something like, you know, you, you probably missed playing with them live. And mm -hmm. and that sparked the creativity as you wrote this piece. Is that the the vibe I'm getting? Yeah, that's actually exactly exactly right. Um, I I just um, you know of course missed being in the room with all of them and missed our um, sort of creative energy and, and and just social energy and just uh, the support we get from one another when we play and are are in person with one another. And so I just really tried to imagine their individual voices together in this context. 
And um, it really gave me a way to stay engaged in a creative process, uh, you know, in, again, you know, uh, in lieu of being able to actually play and perform. And um, and so I think it was very uh, a cool, it was, you know, it was sort of like making, you know, making a, a good situation, making a bad situation as good as I could make it and as uh, sort of engaged as I could uh, remain, you know, in the creative process on a daily basis. And uh, so it gave me a lot to to sort of think about. I had to learn a lot as I was doing it. I'd never written for a group uh, of 12 musicians. And I've never arranged, of course, you know, for that many people. And so uh, it was just a really um, potent period for me to to be sort of wading in those waters every day and sort of every day being faced with a, a new challenge in this writing process so it would it would also get me on the phone with them individually and ask about different ranges of the instrument that they've they played and uh different ways of voicing some of the chords you know with all the eight horns so it was um it was a i, I feel very grateful to have had that outlet uh and i really didn't think to be honest that i would i mean i really didn't know that I would record it ever. And I certainly didn't think I would record it as soon as a year ago. I mean, we recorded a year ago in July and it only just came out in, in uh, September. So it really was just sort of a panacea for the time that we were in, you mm -hmm. know, and just to stay connected with the music and to, to stay curious about, about music. And, um, so I, I really thought of it like that, you know, like it was the antidote to to what we were all kind of doing and dealing with on a daily basis at that time. So, um, you know, it's just circumstances sort of came together and, and we were able to record it. And um, and so now it's out, which is a little bit hard for me to believe. But here <laughs> we are. Well, it's a it, it, you don't realize it because then when it finally comes out, you know, it's like okay great now it's out now i'm doing a release show november 3rd and 4th at the mill but all the time you spent putting this together especially since the fact that you guys were remote so it wasn't like you could get in yeah. and have four or five guys and kind of bounce ideas off of each other in the room so there was a lot of back and forth but it also sounds like that really helped to give you a structure of your day because everything was kind of shut down number one um, a motivation to continue to create and continue to keep your mind active, but also connect socially with people about something, which is totally needed when you're not able to connect with them in person and hang out or do any of that stuff. So the fact that this whole thing came about, what's the meaning of the title? So talk a little bit about the meaning of the title. Sure. Uh, well, uh, you know, um, Feast is just, I think of it just almost literally sort of uh, the, uh, on the meaning of that word, I guess, you know, of course there are different contexts. I mean, uh, you know, the size of the group is a sort of direct correlation with that. Um, and the ephemera aspect of it is, uh, you know, kind of twofold. The first thing is, uh, I was thinking about, you know, every every situation is uh, 
kind of can be fleeting and ultimately nothing stays the same. Everything is constantly in flux. And I was very much sort of um, thinking about what life would be after all of this. And, and you know, um, uh, you know, imagining what, you know, what what's coming next. But I also thought of, you know, some of the ideals in the music, in improvised music and jazz music, and that we relish the moment that we're in when we're playing this music. And it keeps us, that idea of how things are so fleeting keeps us engaged in the moment. And I think it was sort of, um, yeah, not not a cautionary tale, but f for me, it was a way to to say to myself, you know, don't don't take this for granted again. Don't take what we have for granted because things come and go so quickly. Don't take these people for granted. Don't don't take this community for granted. So I think, you know, I I wanted to do something um, on a larger scale. I wanted to try to um, make a sound in the music that that was more than some of the previous um, records that I'd made, like the trio uh, project with uh, uh, Jeff Bradfield and Dana Hall with with Bash, and then the Sextet project with the two horns. And so I just wanted to see, you know, how broad I could make the sound. You know, so so the combination of those two words kind of equates to the to the idea of the project to me. And, um, you know, this thing with COVID was a big moment. It was big. You know, it was big for everybody. So there are lots of, you know, metaphors that I think of when I think of those, the combination of those words, you know, that are literal, that are, you know, more metaphoric, you know, and, and that to me were very germane to the moment that we were in and so um just very much appreciating the moment you yeah. know and um and i took it kind of from there and tried to make it a, make it into some kind of musical you know expression well i'll, I'll tell you what I, I listened to uh one of the tracks and uh it it really impressive really Arranged. I mean, you can hear the textures and the depth of the whole thing. So I haven't heard the whole recording yet, so I can't wait to dig into the whole thing. But just knowing the background of it, and of course, I'm going to encourage everybody get there early, November 3rd and 4th at the Green Mill, greenmilljazz.com, um, 8 p.m. each night, 8 p.m. till midnight. I'm assuming you're probably going to do two or three, probably three sets, I would imagine, yeah. and and yeah. do that. Of course, the new recording at... Uh, is available at clarksummers.com and he's all active on social and everything else. And by the way, he does some of the best on the way to the gig videos. You know, you got to check out some of those uh, Instagram posts. <laughs> it's classic. So go over there and check those out if nothing else, but Clark, congratulations on this whole thing, man. I'm going to try to get up there on Friday night, but uh, if not, if I don't get there, I'm going to definitely do a deep dive on this and uh, all the best. And Man, what a, what an undertaking! And I appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk about this because it really, really is great. Yeah, Mike, thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate being able to tell you about it. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course, and of course, I want to thank everybody for watching. All the information's on ChicagoJazz.com as well. And as I always say, until next time, hopefully, I will see somebody out on the scene. <laughs>